All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, coming to you live, Sam and Zilnick, episode three of the PCAST. PCAST? Really? I'm trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying something new this week. Okay, I'll go with it. Uh, it's episode three and we still don't really have a good intro. Right, and clearly this week is, is no different. I can give an update on, uh, on my Copperot story from last episode. What new details came to light? Yeah, so in case you haven't heard uh, last week's episode, which again, we only have three listeners and so I'm sure 100% of you did, um, we spoke about Kaparot, which is this Jewish custom where you wave a chicken three times over your head um, in order to, oh man, I'm sorry, what does it translate to? It's not atonement, it's something else. Um, transgressions, I don't know, whatever it is. But anyway, you're basically like all the sins for the year you that you have you transfer to this chicken and i was talking about how i had done this with my parents when i was about eight or nine years old and i recounted my story in as great detail as i could coming out of that episode i was actually wondering whether or not the story that i told was true because as you know over time you know you your mind sort of plays tricks on you and you think that something's real and you might misremember some details or you might sort of uh, overstate something so i asked my parents independently what their what their perspective of that night was and it turns out that my uh, recounting of the story was fairly accurate and fairly in line with their perspective of course first of all absolutely flattered that my parents listened to this because literally I had a joke last episode about how my parents would never listen to this podcast and both of them actually did <laughs> um and so let me, I'm just pulling up what my dad said to me and what my mom said to me. We we're texting. Apparently my parents do that now. Um, so my dad said that, uh, first of all, we have one more listener than we had originally thought. So good job, dad. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, he said, I can still smell the stink and the temperature of the chicken uh, because a bird's temperature is much higher than that of a human. Um, apparently since, since that night, uh, my parents also had never gone back to the slaughterhouse. Uh, but they did go to another Kaparut event uh, just at their local synagogue and not at the actual slaughterhouse. Uh, my dad says that it was not great, but it was much less smelly. Uh, he said in general it wasn't his kind of experience, uh, but he's also not great with animals in any case. Um, the facts were correct, and obviously my perception was different than his or my mother's, although my perception was actually pretty in line with his. My mom might have responded with the best response ever, which is that she first laughs about how I said that my mom would never listen to my podcast. She also makes fun of me about the fact that I said that Kaparot comes before Rosh Hashanah, which it doesn't. It actually comes before Yom Kippur, which is another Jewish holiday. Uh, you, my mom I then, think you said high holidays last time. I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt there. I, I said both. Um, uh, okay, then my okay. mom makes fun of me and calls me Rabbi Zilnik. Um and then the best thing that she could have said is, I remember that night. I just don't remember that it was so traumatic. You swing the chicken and go home. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> you swing the chicken and go home. Love you. My mom is the best. So anyway, turns out my story was fairly accurate. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> All right, so... <Sam. laughs> Give, uh, you know, we went to college together and we never uh, necessarily had a class together, but we did live together 
I mean, we, we literally lived together for a year and then we lived in the same uh, building together for another two years. And I feel like in that year of us living together, uh, there's just a wealth of things that we could possibly talk about. Um, one which comes to mind, and I'm actually saving some better ones for later, uh, is our basement. Can you describe our basement? Sure. Um, if anyone has seen the movie Saw or any of its subsequent sequels, our basement was that scary, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it had like, you know, electrical wires coming out the wazoo, like just, there's, you know, no windows down there, lights that would flicker or not work. Um, you know, the floors were weird though. The walls were sort of half constructed, half just insulation, um, so many centipedes. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that. a ton of centipedes to the point where I was like, oh, "This is also where our uh, our laundry machine and dryer were." And mm-hmm. I just be like, oh, "I can wait till the daytime hours to do a load of laundry." Like, there's nothing wrong with that, uh, because yeah, it was no, uh, it was a scary environment down there. And it um, was a scary environment. On top of that, there were just some like uh, items that were placed in such a way that made you be like. Yo, this is a horror movie. Um, so there was just like a bathtub, um, uh, just chilling there. There was like a map of the Toronto subway system framed, a very old map of the Toronto yeah. subway system that actually was not accurate. And it also, like, we were in a different city that seemed strange. I mean, um, close enough. There was a was there a little like exercise bike, or am I making that up? No. There was, was, like, some other contraption down there. Um, Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. So I remember I was the first one of... So it was me, Sam, and this guy, Jonathan, that all lived together. And I was the first one to move in. We had these girls that lived upstairs. um, But the house was all mine for the first night. And our landlord... Like, we had obviously seen the place before, but our landlord told us... You know, this is uh, this is where you can do your laundry, and everything beyond here is mine, which is kind of weird when you think about it. It's not like there was a door or anything, but literally there's just like a little doorway, and it's just this gigantic basement that was the rest of it. And it was my first night there, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way that I'm not going down there. Um, so I went down there, and it kept getting progressively creepier. I mean, the the area where we did laundry, like it was gross, but it wasn't creepy. But then you go past, and there was just like a a table with a knife and a jar of peanut butter on it, like a like a oh yeah, I forgot about the like peanut a, butter, a big knife, like one of those like big butcher's knives. And then you walk <laughs> creepy already. Then you walk past that, and this actually like really grossed me out. There was a dead mouse, uh, not to be confused with the uh, EDM uh, dead mouse, uh, but there was a literal dead mouse on the floor. Which really grossed me out, and I got the landlord to clean up. Uh, there was a table that just had a bunch of doorknobs on it. Uh, there was the bathtub, which Sam mentioned. And then there was the pledge pit. Right. I was saving that for last. <laughs> Do it. Um, there was like this nook with a uh, fraternity crest on it. Um And so we figured, oh, you know, at some point in time, this is probably like a frat house. And uh, they probably did some like hazing shit down there. And we looked at it. We did some research. We looked at it. it. And um, it turns out that that fraternity was actually disbanded at at Western in particular. 
Um, we don't know why. We don't know why, but some th- shit went down in that basement. Yeah, because um, like there were like there literally there was also like, like we were sorry. We're there both was other like uh, weird graffiti like in another part of the basement with like this like creepy looking clown face and like I'm sure some shit went down down there that like was definitely something to do with um, shutting them down. I love hosting parties. I loved hosting parties at Western. I still love hosting parties. And we were talking about for a while, like, oh, man, we should, like, totally host a party down here. Because, honestly, there's, like, a ton of room. But it was so uh, gross and, like, creepy down there that I actually thought that it would be a liability for us to host a party down there. And we never did. Uh, Because, like, there's no chance that that area plus drinking, like, somebody would get legitimately hurt. Someone's getting tetanus. Like that dies like just a matter of when, not if. Right, I agree. And it was yeah, it was really, really bad. I'm glad that we got to check it out and our favorite thing to do was when people came to visit, we would take them down there on a little tour. Yeah. Uh but but having a party down there would have been very bad. I agree. I agree with that. It would have been very, very bad. But we did a lot of fun things uh, when we were living together over there. Any any stories come to mind? So, <laughs> one thing just I that immediately comes to my mind is uh, it involves our third roommate. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, there's so many. I'm just like my mind is reeling with things that you could be saying. Right. Right. Now. So there's one time where he had a friend come over who was a female. Mm-hmm. And they were just in their room for a while, like studying. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm air quoting right now. For yeah, uh, no, I can I can feel the air quotes. Yeah, so I don't know. What, we we both, you know, didn't know exactly what was going on there, but we were hoping that it was more than just studying. And um, we just being like two total schmucks and not really doing anything that night, pretended. That we were, like, gonna, like, spy on them. And we were just doing, like, in the... The way his bedroom was situated, there was, like, the main kind of chill room where the TV was. It was right out... His room was right outside of that. And we were Mm -hmm. just doing, like, typical, like, 007 poses in and around the house. Doing somersaults. Pretending like we were on some (laughs) covert mission. And, like, even, like, humming out, like, the suspenseful music for no reason. Not only that, but we were probably also really loud because, like, I remember just, like, climbing over our couch and then ducking under our coffee table and knocking a bunch of shit over. And there's no way that they didn't hear us, even though we were trying to be really stealth about it. Right, but we weren't, like, actually trying to be really stealth. Like, we were just, like, just hamming up our total thing. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, we asked him afterwards. And, uh, because I, I, you know what, I don't think it was studying. They were, like... Uh, no, they were Jonathan doing a lot was more very than mu- musically inclined, and he was like playing his his keyboard in there. I think so. I th- I mean, unless he was lying to us, he said he actually didn't hear anything. Uh, yeah, I've n- I've no idea what was going on in that room. Nor is it any of my business. I love that day. We would do weird things like that in general. We uh, moving out was interesting. Uh, we had this. We had we had a lot of things on display. We had uh, these like three D glasses that we made together. Oh, I forgot um, about those. We had some, like, really fun posters in our living room. And the place was a fucking mess. Uh, we had a lot of nice things on display. But probably the crown jewel, arguably, of our apartment was our Pez dispenser collection. And um, Sam and I, growing up, collected Pez dispensers. 
Uh, we were actually like fairly, I would say fairly serious about it. Not that we would like seek out for these like super rare or whatever Pez dispensers, but whenever there was an opportunity to buy Pez, uh, we would do it. I think that's fair to say, right? Yeah, yeah. Like just at the convenience and, store, like, you know, I, 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 would, I would buy one more often than not. Yeah, right. And I think you were a little more into it. Like you had some rare ones or stuff that you bought, you know, that might not be sold in certain places. Yeah, yeah, because I would try and pick up some, like, interesting ones, whether it's from, like, a local place or whatever, but yeah. Um, And when Sam and I were living together, we said, you know, perfect opportunity to display our dispenser collection together. And we had a pretty good sense of whose was whose. Um, And uh, when I moved out, uh, Sam kept my Pez dispensers, and he still has them to this very day. And he is actually holding them hostage and refuses to give them back. I don't have any of my Pez dispensers. I have zero Pez dispensers. And Sam has over 30 to 40 of my Pez dispensers. So for for the listeners who would like to know the what really happened, um, Ari moved out before me. I don't know if he was just uh, rushing or, you know, he couldn't carry oh, everything. you're bringing race into it. Rushing, not, rushing. not rushing, but whatever. Wow. Um, anyway, he forgot all of his Pez in the place. Uh, so I boxed it up for him, uh, labeled it Ari's Pez, and have had it in my house ever since, and he's neglected to, to uh, ever pick them up. You know, I, I resent that, uh, because how could I have neglected to pick them up when uh, I've been to your place so many times and you've never been like, hey Ari, come grab your Pez? We've talked about it though, and I guess we always forget on the day of, because you know that... If you want them, you can have them. I, I like literally haven't opened the box. Um, so this I is really just a running, a running joke that we're in. Um, well, my house hasn't flooded, I'm a, so I'm assuming that they're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's that's a, that is a fair assumption. I mean, I um, like unless you know, you know, something crazy like that happened, they should be in great condition. Well, maybe we uh, next time we get together, we can uh, talk about getting these Pez dispensers, then ultimately not do it. Great, great. That's exactly what I was hoping <laughs> for. <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, any other stories from uh, from that apartment? Um, I'm, there's definitely a bunch, but I'm trying to think of like the best ones. I think I think another real good one is so it centers around the fact that there are three of us living there, but there was only one bathroom. Which yeah. uh, I think, you know, could have been an issue for some people. It wasn't ideal, but I think we, we all made it work. But um, I don't think there was ever an issue where any of us were, like, really waiting for the bathroom. Right, that's what I mean. But I, I'm saying, yeah. you know, it easily could have been. I'm sure it was with some people who had a similar living arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember one day that you, <laughs> I think you dropped your watch in the toilet. It was my uh, nail clippers. It was your clippers. nail clippers. Okay, so you dropped... No, it wasn't. It was my Swiss Army knife. Okay. It was, so whatever. Oh, do you know Do you know why I dropped my Swiss Army knife into the toilet? No. I, I don't know if I, if I know that part of the story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the story and then you're going to finish it. Because the reason is really funny. Um, like Sam said, we had one... <laughs> like Sam said, we had one bathroom uh, for the three of us. And... You know, boys being boys, we would try out different facial hairstyles, different uh, sideburn styles. I feel like at the time we were very interested in in exploring sideburn options. Um, And 
Sam was trying to figure out how to groom his sideburns. And I came in, I like ran into the bathroom holding the uh, the scissors of my Swiss Army knife in my hand uh, and pretending to be like an Italian barber being like, oh, I'm going to come in, you know, whatever, do the ra- the racist voice wow. and come in and, wow. and be an Italian uh, barber and start like pretending to cut up Sam's hair, obviously not cut it up. But I come in and I jump into the bathroom with Sam uh, and flail my arms around and in flailing my arms around. Uh, I launched the Swiss Army knife out of my hands directly into the toilet. Uh, Sam, take over the story from here. So Ari's just like, oh my god, what what do I do now? We it's just both freeze we- and look at each other in the face. It's so funny. It's like right out of a movie. We're just like, stop, look at each other, look at the toilet. But the thing was, it's what? not like, like the toilet was, it was just clean toilet water. We were just yeah, making yeah. a big deal out of nothing. But we... You know, we're like, how are we going to deal with this? What are we going to do? And we treated it like like a quarantine zone. Like, you might as well have had it boxed off, and we needed, like, special hazmat suits. I think we got, like, dish gloves and, like, rolled up our sleeves and, like, like you know. the It wasn't dish gloves, Sam. We, we got shopping bags and shopping taped up gloves. shopping so bags homemade, to our hands. Homemade dish gloves. Homemade dish gloves. Yeah. And uh, we just hammed dish up gloves. the whole thing, as we did with a lot of just, like, dumb shit. But we we had a great time, and I think I, I think I was the end up I ended up being the one to to pull it out. That's correct. Well, what happened was we we had this amazing uh, shopping bag dish glove idea. I strapped myself in, and I went in for it, and I ended up pushing the Swiss right, Army knife right, further right, right. into the toilet. And so I'm just fucking done with it, and like you're just psyching yourself up. I'm like, what's about to happen? You're just psyching yourself. You're like, fuck it. I'm doing it. You just reach your hand in, raw dog, go for it, pick pick it up, throw it into the sink, and just wash your hands vigorously, and that was it. The Swiss Army knife was out. You saved it. During all this commotion, where where was uh, Jonathan? <laughs> Probably being responsible and studying or something else like that. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> uh, who knows? I don't know. Um, or hanging out with his disciples. Oh. Uh. Of course, I feel like that's uh, that's an that's an episode in, in its own that. right. So I wouldn't yeah, we couldn't do it the justice it that. that it deserves right now. Um, any other you know, story, a quick one maybe that you can think of, just to add in here from that. Yeah, because I've I've actually a lot of material from uh, from that year together. Okay, uh, but but a quick one. Let's see. I'm just gonna throw this name out and see if it rings any bells. Uh, Bucky O'Hare. Hmm. I feel like that was an alter ego of yours. It was, but I, I, I cannot remember the context. I, I uh, feel bad. That's okay. There's no problem. Uh, I was part of this, uh, like my my undergrad degree. What do you call it? Faculty? Yeah, my my undergrad faculty. Uh, we were known to do things a little bit differently. Um, some some call this hipsters. Some people just call this straight up weird. I don't know. I like the program and I like the faculty. Uh, But we would have these events that were kind of strange at, I would say, the best bar in London. What bar is that, Sam? APK? That's right. Alex Alex P. Keaton's. Keaton's. Yeah. and and Rest in peace, best tables ever. I know. Best tables ever. Honestly, it was a great bar, man. And so we had an event there, which was kind of the, it was called the Awkward Family Reunion. And you had to 
dress up in the most sort of like awkward, shitty clothing that you would expect to see somebody coming to a family reunion in. So I decided to wear these uh, like sort of scrub colored green jeans. Do you remember those jeans? Yeah, those were Uh, terrible. I borrowed a great sweater from one of your friends. Do you remember who? A great sweater? Great sweater. It was a green sweater, but it was great. I don't remember. From uh, from Eden Amber, actually. All right, that was that's what I thought, but I didn't want to just throw out a completely wrong name. And uh, and I shaved a mustache into my face and some giant mutton chops coming back to the whole uh, sideburn thing. And uh, and I nicknamed myself. They had like name tags, and for some reason, I nicknamed myself Bucky O'Hare. A couple years later, I realized that Bucky O'Hare was actually a cartoon character, and I didn't. I don't know why my mind went to Bucky O'Hare, whether I knew that or not, but it definitely didn't register at the time. But Bucky O'Hare was actually this short-lived uh, cartoon character. Um, but I named Badass myself Bucky Rabbit, who is green. Yeah. Whoa! I didn't realize that he's green. I wonder if that's where the green came from. Uh, but there's this great photo of me that uh, Jess Stein took, and I'm trying to find it. It's going to be hard to find. It was taken on a very, very old Blackberry. That makes sense because like, uh, her and Eden were roommates for a time. Yeah. She was the one that brought me that sweater. And I was actually just under the assumption that I was to keep the sweater, which I was very excited about. Uh, but Eden actually asked for it back and I had to give it back, which sucked. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So that's just a short little quick one. You don't remember that or do you? Now that, like, I didn't remember the name, but I do remember the party. I do remember the sweater. Uh, and Alex B. Keaton in general was a Alex bar B. that Keaton you guys all really enjoyed. The best. I thought you liked it too. Did you not? I did, but I never, I gotta be honest, I never would have, like, really hit it up unless, like, you were the first one to, like, show me it, really. I'm looking at photos of our apartment right now. I'm gonna send you one or two of them. Um,. Which is this is might be one of the best photos. I wish you were in this photo. Is that a nice compliment? I wish you were in this photo. Um. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> okay. One of my Facebook profile pictures is in that apartment. Um, really? Is it the one of the three of us with the ruler? Yeah. Which brings me to another story that I thought you were gonna maybe think of. Uh, Go for it. Well. It's, Oh yeah, so <laughs> I'm pulling up this picture right now. It's the three of us. I'm holding. It's not a ruler. It's a level. Oh yeah, because right, right. it was used to put up that shelf that we displayed all of our uh, Pez on. And if you can see in this photo, there's one single Pez dispenser up there. It is my C3PO Pez. And you still have it. And you also have all of mine. Right. I'm gonna check my phone right now and check that photo that you just sent me. Sure. Um, oh, I was actually. Oh God. <laughs> no, okay. This I got a lot of things describe. To say. Describe the photo. So the sweater, it's a it's no. Multiple. That's not. By the way, that's not the that's not the night. That was just a different random night. No, no, I know that's not the sweater from that night. But yeah. this sweater is you know argyle with a lot of different shades of green, the white collared shirt, the hair part that you have here, like. It looks like it's one of those haircuts down the middle, but it's actually a little bit slightly off to the side. I don't know if that was intentional. but Definitely not. The best part of this picture <laughs> is that on the side, you can see 
on the wall, just a bunch of black and white photos. And I forgot that we did that. We just put up stupid photos in our apartment. We didn't have any like posters or anything to decorate the place. Actually, that's not true. We did have posters and stuff to decorate the place. And we did that as well. We had this really ugly uh, wallpaper, really ugly wallpaper. And we had like this <laughs> shitty black and white printer. So we just printed off strange photos from Facebook, from the internet, just random, random, random things. Um, but you didn't really describe this photo very well. It's a photo of I'm me. I, I was drawn to those those photos uh, on the wall because that's like, you know, I like little hidden details in the background of photos. I do know that. I do know that. Um, I don't know what the context of this photo is, but it's me sitting on a really ugly green couch. It's the same green couch that, uh, that my family had since we had moved to Canada uh, when I was about three years old. I ended up bringing it to... Uh, London. There is a side table beside me with my phone on it and a candle that's lit. Uh, I'm sitting on the couch um, looking off to the distance. My hair is parted very weirdly. Uh, I'm wearing a collared shirt with an argyle sweater and jeans. Uh, I'm looking off to the distance and I'm holding what looks like a scotch in my hand. If this photo wasn't so fucking bad, it would be... No, it actually... It would be amazing. And to the side, just again, Sam looking at the details, there's a carbon monoxide detector uh, and a photo <laughs> and a black and white photo of me again with our friend Natalie Jenis uh, just hanging out on my bed. I don't know why that photo. Um, can we talk wall. about the photo above it? Yeah, we can. I was hoping <laughs> that you would. <laughs> so that that to me is the is like the diamond in the rough of this picture. Go for it. So it is a picture of a character from a movie. I believe the girl next door. He's like the nerdy friend in that movie. Do you remember his name? Klitz, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, was his nickname. Yeah, that's right. And next to him is a picture of this guy that we went to high school with who looks just like him. Looks uh, exactly like him, and especially in this photo. Sam, I found the photo of Bucky O'Hare, by the way. I'm sending it to you right now. All right, send me that real quick. And, uh, and I'm going to need you to describe this photo, too. Should uh, we to put these photos up when we post this cast? Is that is that possible? I don't, I don't know if it is possible, because uh, I've never used the internet before. Yes, of course it's possible, Sam. Right, right. I was, I was just testing you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the context of the cast, uh, we could probably figure it out. I don't actually know how we would do it, but we'll figure it out. Um, let me know when that photo comes through. It should be coming through momentarily. Okay, the picture is in my possession. Wow. It is everything I remember and more. The Those green pants that you described are a lighter shade of green than the sweater. You have a prominent belt with a, a brown belt with like a one of those flashy belt buckles. Do you know and what I'm, the belt buckle has on it? It's kind of hard to see. Yeah, I can't I can't make it out. It's just this giant Z. Oh, that's that's baller. Um, Do people still say that? I don't know. Uh, Then the sweater itself is a darker green um, with this interesting black pattern, almost like a a fully shaded in paisley. No, more like, they look like black tadpoles almost as well. Yeah, I think a shaded in paisley is actually a good way to say it. But it also has kind of a grid effect. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, And you're just... You give you're given almost guns, 
as your hand motions, it's like you, you thought about it and you're like, I'm just going to give like very casual almost guns. Yeah, um, casual guns. And you're just passing through like the main archway into the main room here. And this is golden. And uh, if we again look to the background details, someone's class schedule That's my is, class uh, schedule. is up there. And you know what I think? Let me ask you this. Do you know what is underneath that class schedule? Because I do. I do also. I do also. <laughs> wow, really good job looking at those details because I would have skipped right over that, but I know exactly what that is. Why do Here, I remember that, that it was exactly Here, placed there for the duration of time that we live there? Are you ready for this? Because this is a deep cut, and I know that, and we're going to say what this is, but do you know what's above that class schedule? It's hard to make out. It looks like a picture. I, I really can't make it out. I, I'm not sure. Oh, man. Okay, so I'll tell you what's on the bottom. I'll tell you what's on the top. Or do you want to say what's on the bottom? And I'll say what's on the top. Uh, I think you should start with saying what's on the top. So on the top is the 8th grade... Is a photo of our 8th grade prom. And it's our friend Adam Kleinberg dancing with his date... Who will remain nameless. Do you remember who it was? I know exactly who it is. Okay. Well, let's not say who it was, but yeah, it was Adam Kleinberg dancing with his date. <laughs> Why is that in our apartment? I don't even remember it being there. Because it's the most awkward photo. It's, you know, when you think about like a grade school dance and you think about like what a grade school dance was like. Yes. That photo represents that. Like they are dancing in the way that you're picturing a grade school dance. And it's just a ridiculous photo. All right, um, I'm going to talk about what's what's on the bottom here. Go for uh, it. This is an email exchange or a Craigslist exchange. I think it's, it's yes. a mixture of the two between a friend of ours and a, a random person on the internet. I mean, you can uh, name them. This is our friend Marty. Uh, he was always, you know, looking on Craigslist and other websites, you know, to maybe do some odd jobs for a little extra cash while we were an undergrad. And he was also a very artistic person. Uh, he was always good at drawing and, and making things. Um, he was just a creative creative guy, I would say. And he had answered this posting about an art project. And, you know, the, with any type of exchange, you'd have a little back and forth, just getting all the details and, you know, deciding if you're going to take it, or if you're going to meet up, or if they want any kind of, you know, resume or a portfolio or whatever. And it got to the point where the guy really just explained the type of artistic project that he was looking for. Mm -hmm. And it was a plate. And on that plate... I'm sorry, I'm already laughing. I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. On that plate was a poo. Well, no, he was supposed to shit on the plate. I was going to get to that. Basically... The, the art project was to take a plate and defecate on it. And then and, glaze it. And then to immortalize it, glaze it over. And then paint on it. And, and that is a real And he was request. specifically looking for young, attractive men to do this. And Marty was both. Marty still is both. And uh, needless to say, he did it. No, he didn't do it. I wish he did, though. But we kept that email exchange, and uh, 
hung it up on our wall because that's the kind of art that we care about. Yeah, shout out to the 3D glasses in this photo as well. That's true. Homemade we did some DIY. Glasses. I don't know why. Oh, you know why we made those glasses? To watch some video or something. We, to play a video game, we tried to play Rad Racer on NES in 3D because it had a 3D mode that was sort of semi-secret, but it did not work at all. I forgot about this whiteboard. I feel like we had a lot of like stupid running jokes going on on there as well. We we did, and we were always too lazy to erase it, so by the end of the year, it was just a fucking mess. That sounds about right. That also just sounds like our life that year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, should we do one last little little story before wrapping this bad boy up so a lot of uh fun things happened in that apartment uh that year that we were living together um and i briefly mentioned earlier about those girls that lived above us um and there was you know we didn't really hang out with them all that much uh but there was one night uh where we got a nice knock on our door surprise from them uh do you remember why sam um i think they like had accidentally almost started a fire was that uh, close. We had not almost, but had actually started a fire oh. in our apartment. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, and her dad was like a fireman, and she's like, "I know what yeah. to do." And you're like, "Oh, I was the fire marshal in my residence." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was basically how it went down, and it was it was all my fault. Um, basically I had just left a pot on for too long with oil in it as I was heating up and it literally burst into flames. Now people, uh, fire tip number one, if you have oil that is on fire, do not douse it with water. Uh, that will cause the fire to spread everywhere and you will burn yourself very badly. What you do is you engulf the flame, uh, with either a pot, uh, lid or something else, or, you know, a, a towel that's fire, fire resistant, and you try and engulf the flames uh, to, to kill them out, or you use your uh, extinguisher and always dial 911 in case of an emergency. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So I had done that. I, I had made this fire and then covered it up and got rid of it. But of course, the smoke alarm went off by that point. Um, and everything was fine. We weren't in any danger. But one of the girls literally was like banging like down. Like she would have knocked down our door if we didn't open it right away. And she's like, there's a fire. There's a fire. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, there was a fire. We took care of it. And she was still, like, freaking out about it. And I had to show her the fact that I had taken care of the fire. And she said, sorry about that. My dad is a firefighter. And, uh, you know, I'm very sensitive to this. And I said, I totally understand. Because I was the fire marshal of my residence in, uh, in freshman year of university. And what being a fire marshal, unlike being a firefighter, you think the two things are very similar. Uh, but a firefighter goes through, you know rigorous 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 training you know sort of months of training uh to be a fire marshal you get a really cool hat and you play a simulator of um using a fire extinguisher you just do like a it's almost you basically play a video game and you get a cool hat and then you knock on people's doors can i say uh, that I, my, I didn't know that there was that much involved i thought all you did was get the cool hat i definitely did it just to be clear to get the cool hat uh, but in order to graduate from fire marshal training, I had to put out a virtual fire. Wow, I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, this shit was serious. <laughs> uh, I still have my fire marshal hat uh, back at my parents' place. I should wear it. I think you should as well. I think I should too. All right, Rothman, let's wrap up this cast. All right, how do you want, how do we want to close it out? 
the same way we always do. You want to lead us in a song? It's a lot of pressure. Um, okay, I got one. All right, give me give me the genre. You're just gonna go go. You're just gonna go for it. Okay. Whew, and a one, two, three. Now Peter Piper picked peppers. I run rap rhymes. Humpty Dumpty fell down. That's his art times. Jack B. Nimble was nimble. And he was quick. But Jam Master j- cut faster jacks on Jay's dick. Now little Bo Peep called lost a sheep. And Rick Van Winkle for the hell asleep. I was still chilling in Wonderland. Jack serving Jill Bucket in his hand. Jam Master Jay making out our sound. The turntable turn might, might wobble, but, but they don't fall, fall down. down. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do.